This is a HeadGum Original. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Vroom, vroom. Beep, beep. Welcome to the pit wall. <laughs> wow. Such a different energy. <laughs> We're yeah. back, season two. Casey has sounded like this do? ever since he stayed up for 24 hours straight podcasting. His voice it's is permanently ruined. It's kind of like the Joker in a way. It's kind of like a monster truck Want to know voice. how I got these cars? <laughs> I set that up perfectly. And I definitely intended for that to be the joke. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the pit wall. We're back. This season is a two. season two, an F1 podcast for casual fans. What does that mean? It means uh, we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> and I personally barely paid attention to what was going on in the off season, except for like what the cars look like now. Yeah. I'm your I pod- can't drive. So that's my. <laughs> I'm your podcast principal, Casey Donahue. I'm joined today. By Andrew Pile Up and Marika <laughs> Zach Brownlee. Is that right? That's good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Jake is in Australia. Australia. Yeah. And Jeff, we don't know where he is. <laughs> we texted. We texted him. Could, could he be confirmed. Dead. He did Who confirm. Knows? Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, how many episodes did Who he knows? miss at the last of last at the end of last season? <laughs> yeah, Half. this is not this is not directly related to the twenty four hour live stream that he had no. to host and his yes. feelings about us. This has been happening for a long time. <laughs> yeah, if you're a listener of the show, you know that um, uh, Jeff just uh, is around. You know. He'll, uh, <laughs> Sometimes he's here, sometimes he's not. He's truly the casual fan. Yes. <laughs> of contributing he to this project. Is the sub titular casual fan. Um It's a new season. Can you believe it? New year, new us, new format. New year, new us, new format. That's right, Marika. If you're listening to this. And not watching, <laughs> you might, you, uh, you might be wondering why, uh, <laughs> because you, the person I'm talking to, used to watch the show, uh, and now you're now you're just listening. If you were only listening the entire time, you might be confused as what I'm talking about. 
But the point I'm trying to get to is uh, no video, only audio this season. But because of that, we're ideally putting out episodes every week. That's right. Covering Drive to Survive season five. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably some car and racing related movies uh, yeah. between off weeks. Yeah. So get excited for that. Yeah, you know, you're, you're losing video, but you're gaining more episodes of the show. <laughs> for free. For free. <laughs> We're not if even you want charging video, you. Yeah, if you want video, just subscribe to our Patreon, though. <laughs> yeah, we will set that up. Who Just knows? kidding. Yeah, sometime maybe. Maybe. we would never do a Patreon. We would never. No. no. Um, but maybe you know, maybe there will be a special video every once in a blue moon if we all happen to be on the same coast at the same time. That could be fun. Yeah, a dream of mine to do a pit wall <laughs> where everyone Live. is in one city instead of three. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it almost happened the other the other week, but we forgot that it was. We just noticed that we were all in the same place. Yeah, and they were like, "Whoa, <laughs> we should have thought about this for more than yeah. ten seconds." <laughs> yeah, would have would have been something. It was a missed opportunity. Of course, missed it was. Opportunity. We had nothing to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Absolutely. But we could have watched. We could have watched one of uh one of the uh, the old racing movies that Rush. Uh, that any all these uh filmmakers have made over the years you know there's ron howard's rush <laughs> as well yes rush james mangold's ford v ferrari marika's um, favorite movie marika's favorite that's your favorite movie really it's not my favorite it's a top movie i've seen it like five times wow <laughs> i saw i saw it only once uh at like a uh like a this is, this is in a previous life where I would do like movie junket interviews. So mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. a, you know, like a critics screening. Nice, uh, and nice, I felt nice. like I was the only one who really liked it in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe we'll watch that a little later in the year. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> Why is Rush always <laughs> the one that comes up? I feel like it's Rush is the first Formula that, One movie I think of. Okay, yes, yeah, it really. It's, it's the also only like one the only thinks of. Yeah, it's the only dramatized Formula One movie. How's that possible? Well, there's there's Grand Prix from right. uh, I want to say like 1963. Right. Okay, okay. Um, there's Iron Man Two, which does feature the Monaco that's true. Grand Prix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I will petition that we and watch Elon that. Musk. <laughs> and Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what have you guys been up to in the off season? You guys, you guys been paying attention to to what's been going on with uh with our boys? Very little. I feel like I took a break. December took a break. January there started to be some news about the car reveals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out if I could sneak into the Red Bull car reveal that was happening in New York City. I eventually figured out that I could not, so I did not attempt to. <laughs> but I, if you know, if I had uh, just hung around the Hard Rock Hotel, I could have seen Christian Horner walk out 
Can you imagine? <laughs> no. Horner, it would have just it would have been like dog me. on the loose. <laughs> yeah, I I wasn't really paying attention until the yeah, kind of unveilings of the new liveries happened. Same. Um I did think it was a little funny that people were kind of dunking on each other for not showing real cars. I guess some of these cars were just straight up mock-ups. And I think even the Red Bull car might have been last year's car with just a, a new oh, livery on it this. or something. Something like that. And I think it kind of culminated with Ferrari showing off the car, talking about it for like 30 seconds, and then jumping in and driving it around the track. And everyone was like, that's how you do a car reveal. <laughs> like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do this like thing in New York City that's has, like a fake car. That's just a publicity event. You should actually like do a shakedown. So I think Ferrari came out with like a very kind of hardcore old school racing vibe. And I think people were into that. But that's yeah. kind of the extent of what I paid attention to. Uh, same. And I agree with everything you said. So that, that's that. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> Next segment. <laughs> we could talk. I mean, I think the stuff that. I mostly paid attention to was the preseason testing that just yes. happened this weekend. I didn't yeah, watch I, all of it. I, I haven't watched any uh, because usually when I watch the races, it's on uh, the ESPN app uh, and they'll, you know, they'll have like uh, uh, practice and qualies and the race. Uh, and then they'll also like do like Ted's notebook and, um, uh, I think just like the F1 show is what it's called uh, that mm -hmm. they do on like Fridays. Uh, so I was like, oh, there's, they're probably going to put up the testing uh, and they and they haven't. So I'm like, OK, I guess uh, I guess I'll see what's going on through tweets from all the teams. And that's good enough for me. A casual <laughs> fan. <laughs> well, I can give my best insight of the past three days. Uh, I feel like the main takeaways were, or the main like team related takeaways are, uh, McLaren's having some issues. They're kind of bottom of the pack right now. Wow. Uh, they had a really bad start. They were the team that did the least amount of laps or the fewest laps because of all of their issues. Um, we were just talking about how Lando was maybe very frustrated by that. <laughs> and Will Buxton called him out for that. Um Yeah, why don't why don't you uh yeah, yeah go, I can, go through that again. I can read um Will Buxton's really dramatic apology. Um it says, looks like a comment I made on air has been exaggerated to form a few headlines and make it sound like Lando Norris was smashing the place up. Of course he wasn't. Never suggested he was. Saw a hit of a wall panel, which looked born of frustration. Could easily have been playful. Also, terrible sentence structure at the God end. Damn. <laughs> He's so insufferable. <laughs> All right, we can get into this later, but I I'm putting something out there that that we have a new Lando this year. Mm. Um, we'll talk about it. I think when we talk about the Drive to Survive recap, but okay. I I fully think that we, it's possible that we have a low uh, self control Lando who is now punching walls and swearing and drinking 
I have lots of theories about this. Oh, I'm looking you, forward to seeing it this season. You literally mean like a new version of Lando. Yeah, I, thought I thought you meant like a new person yeah, I'm like, to take his is place. It? Is it a- no, no, no. I'm saying Lando has changed. He's turned yes, 24 yes, yes, and yes. The, the chains are off. Yeah. He's different. We all know what it was like to be 24. Yes. And being mm-hmm. an international race car driver. <laughs> the pressure's rich. You start to feel the pressure. Yeah. And you start I know to crack. I did. <laughs> and of course Lando wouldn't smash up uh, a, a wall. Have you seen him? He's he's, he's tiny. He's very small. <laughs> no, he's actually really tall. Is he really? Yeah. He's I would deceptively have guessed, tall. This is what I'm saying. You don't understand Lando. I I would have I I I would have guessed and and this is no shade to the short kings out there. I would have yeah, guessed Lando was like 5'7". Uh, he, he just look he's got a small build. Lando oh well he slight. is 5'7", he, he but he's tall. <laughs> okay, well there you go. <laughs> but he's he's taller in comparison to some other drivers. Nick DeVries, I, don't know, I, I did, think he's I did very think short he was taller. Who do Nick we think? Oh. I mean Nick yeah. DeVries is tiny. Yeah, I think it's like, I yeah. And, I mean, we know that Yuki's tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. So, Nick, uh, Nick is down there, though. Oh, Nick is 5'6". That's still very true. Yeah. We don't, I don't, this is, now we're just chaining people's body. These guys are international <laughs> no, superstars. I, I, like, I, I don't, I truly don't want to shame, and, yeah. I, and I'm not coming from a place of shaming them. Um, And also, it, it, it was just making me think like is being an f1 driver kind of similar to being like a horse jockey where like i know like a lot of these guys are like you know very they're not muscular dudes if they're not they don't look like you know uh, football players uh or rugby players uh for it since this is an international sport but is that is that like a part of like what teams look for in their drivers and when the kids are growing up uh karting is it like oh this guy's pretty small which is making him faster (laughs) well i do i do think that because weight plays such a huge factor in the car speeds it could Mm -hmm. be but i mean there is such a like like i don't know there's some very tall drivers like george russell's very tall um so but he's also like very skinny yeah it's yeah (laughs) yeah i do feel like people do seem to be a little smaller yeah but i don't know if it's purposeful or like purposeful on the part of the team principals or whatever whoever's deciding if we Um, ever get to interview any of these guys that'll be question number one for me (laughs) are you small on purpose (laughs) did you do something to make yourself this small <laughs> um the other big team takeaway Aston Martin um looking to be in the mix of the top teams which is kind of wild uh but also news on their end um Lance Stroll fell off his bike so <laughs> what he was not participating in testing uh did he hurt himself know. or he just embarrassed himself <laughs> I mean, probably both at this point. Uh, I mean, all of the all of the announcements were very like Lance Stroll suffered a minor cycling injury. And then I remember I was like listening to one recap or something and someone literally was just like, he fell off his bike. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, so uh, 
Aston Martin's reserve driver, Felipe Drogovic, stepped in for testing. Uh, did pretty well. And I think they're, we're still waiting to know if Lance is going to participate in the first race of the season. But if wow. he doesn't, Felipe will race in his place. Uh, there were some like rumors of like, will they call back Sebastian Vettel? But they made an announcement today that they're going to let Felipe drive. Uh, so that's fun. Um, also going back to the weight thing. We've seen some teams strip off all of the paint from their liveries. That's right. Mercedes, kind of the big one, no longer a silver bullet because they're just showing the black carbon fiber. Silver arrow. Yes. Silver bullet's the beer. Uh, Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And um, AlphaTauri also Mm -hmm. did that. And it saves like a couple hundred grams in terms of weight which is kind of crazy i didn't know that's why they they did it i thought everyone just kind of decided like black fiber looks cool yeah (laughs) Uh, who has the did we talk about this but the the duracell battery on the air vent oh god who was it somebody somebody's livery it's like you know so the vent behind their head yeah Mm -hmm. it's like in this particular design it's like kind of round and they like made it a Duracell battery, and it's freaking awesome. It's like the best thing they've done on a livery in a long time. Oh, that's it's so cool. cool looking. I gotta I figure out which car that. it is. Uh, but which, I can um, talk about Ferrari's dimple. That was what? the drama of day one of testing. Did you guys see that? <laughs> I don't know about this. No, I'm a casual <laughs> fan, Marika. Uh, the front wing of the Ferrari day one of testing was starting to get like the like the very top part wait hold on i have a car i'll i'll do a demonstration <laughs> oh my god visual aids what? oh marika <laughs> has brought over a tiny car a tiny, a tiny car charlotte so, 2022 <laughs> right there oh, okay yeah. right at the front at the tip of the ferrari mm-hmm. uh it started to the carbon fiber started to buckle and so there was like a little dent that was going into the fryer because of air and everyone was like what is this is this purposeful um (laughs) (laughs) it's a strategic uh but they fixed it it was just it was too thin (laughs) but there's like so many there were so many posts about the ferrari dimple um which was really funny but so, they seem to be doing okay, like just slight iterations on the design before. And speed-wise, everyone seems pretty happy, speed and handling-wise. So we love that. So I uh, I just looked up. It's it's Williams with the Duracell sponsorship. Yeah. This is... It's so cool looking. Oh, yeah, that this thing. Is what it looks like. like the it looks awesome. looks yeah. like, a, like a battery. I think that's, yeah. that's pretty good. It's really good. Pretty yeah. good. Uh, I guess the only other piece of preseason interesting stuff was the Ford getting back into F1 thing, which mm-hmm. I don't really understand. They had this big event with Red Bull saying, we're going to make... And everyone's like, Ford is going to be an F1 that was like the PR. And then they got up there and with Red Bull and they're like, well, we're not going to make a car. We're going to make an engine. We're going to yeah. help Red Bull. And then turns out they're not going to make an engine. They're going to make a 
battery, maybe, for the engine. <laughs> um, so it's like it got walked way back. And I think that even F1 got involved and got a little annoyed about it because they were like, um, I don't know. There's just stuff with manufacturers about how they get, you know, uh, credit or what counts as sponsorship and things like that. And it seems like Ford did the bare minimum to actually count as being part of like a a constructor kind of conglomerate or whatever. Uh-huh. And I don't know. People are like, Ford is not an F1. This was BS. <laughs> and also By was people, like... I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, the announcement was like in 2026. So right. it's like, OK, yeah. <laughs> see you then. Yeah. Well, 2026 is, I think, the next time there's a big regulation change. refresh change. Yeah. yeah. Like, and so that's when Audi and Porsche and stuff we're talking about getting in. But Porsche is mm-hmm. now not doing that. Audi still is. I don't know. So we'll just we'll find we'll, out. We'll find, we'll find out, out three years, years from now. Yeah. Check back in with us. So pretty boring off season, I guess, is what I'm picking up from the conversation <laughs> so far. Yeah, well, I feel like I didn't really see any exciting like yeah. Instagram activity. The F one off season is also really short. It's yeah. it's, it's like, like the 90s season days. Yeah, the season ended at the end of November. So we had December, January. It's currently February. It's uh, you know, there's not, there's not a lot of time in the off season, and I was I was thinking about that while watching uh, Drive to Survive, uh, which we will get into shortly. Um, but with uh, such little time in the off season, they must be like working on next year's car throughout the 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 season like it's 2023 so they're all like i don't know i'm i'm curious when they like start work on the 2024 cars is it like in the middle of the season is it now are they are they just like okay this is the car for this year yeah i was thinking about focusing on next year's too because obviously i mean yeah like how much of the team back at the factory is spend like how much of them are spending time on the current car and like are any of them starting r&d on the next iteration like in the interim period yeah it's an interesting question i do remember at the end of 2021 i guess they were talking about how some teams were abandoning work on the current generation so they could focus on the next one because it was such a big iteration um but i don't know if that's because it was just such a big rule change and just a new car um yeah yeah, i I guess i also don't know it would be interesting to to find out um how budgets are split between like the next year and current year in terms of like trying to you know make new cars if someone crashes and how that affects next season's budget these are all uh great questions that we don't have the answers to (laughs) this is the kind of stuff casual fans want to know yeah but if you know the answer to these (laughs) questions dm us on instagram at pitwall pod Pod. we'd love love to know or if you have other questions or maybe we can also not answer yeah hit us up it could be fun questions yeah it could be a fun yeah, question like just what, be about what's us. your favorite tire compound 
I won't answer that here just in case a fan asks us. Yeah, you have yeah, to ask I'll us and we'll that. answer next episode. You have to ask us What's what our favorite tire you compounds are. Swapped a wheel. <laughs> What's your personal best for power gunning, whatever that thing is called? A wheel gun. Wheel gun. Well, should we get into Drive to Survive season Let's five? Episode one, which is called. Does anyone remember? Because um, a new dawn, the new dawn, the new dawn. Drive to episode survive. Episode four, the new dawn. <laughs> uh, drive to survive. Of course, the thing that got me into F one last season. Uh, so this is the first time I'll be watching Drive to Survive. Uh, about a season that I that I was actively watching. Mm, uh, so, and so far I've only watched the first episode. So oh, we're we're talking today just about the first episode. We'll be putting out episodes uh, for each. We'll be putting out episodes for each episode of Drive Casey. To when did you go to sleep last night? Uh, I went to sleep <laughs> at four thirty in the morning. There you go. Woo. What Picking up on that a little bit. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> You're doing good. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Great. Thanks. This is thanks, going guys. great. I think so. I think this is one of the best episodes yet. Yeah. So drive to, drive to survive. Season <laughs> five. Season five. <laughs> episode one. Um, okay. Let's just dive into it, folks. The, the episode opens up with two kings. In the Dolomites. Well, in, the, in the Dolomites. <laughs> I want to say before before the actual episode, there is a preview or a, you know, of last season, a recap of last season and of the show and of last season's drama. Um, and there was a really just a really good shot of Toto Wolf in an all black turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> saying everybody has a target on their back this season <laughs> yep <laughs> and i loved it it is funny i might make that a reaction image. in that last interview last season of the show or whatever it was like for some reason he did turn into like darth toto in like the last <laughs> interview where he was no longer wearing the white patronus shirt no he's got Mr. the like nice toto. yeah <laughs> anyway um, we love a bestie wine road trip to the dolomites yeah. oh my god we we open on 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 gunther and matia they're driving in the dolomites they're picking grapes they're eating <laughs> they're wearing matching i couldn't aprons. tell what they were eating it looked it just looked like a big bowl of, of tomato sauce. sauce yeah i agree <laughs> i was also trying to figure that out because the waitress like came over and said something like salta or like I don't know something, or maybe like something that sounded like salad, but it, they, she just put down a plate of tomato sauce. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what this is. Couldn't um, tell what it is, but Gunther and Mattia were eating it up. They yeah. were having such a good time. Gunther's like Italian mannerisms are in full effect. I mean, he's got all the hand stuff going on. His mm -hmm. great accent. I mean, I wonder how many languages Gunther speaks because. And also, he swears just as much in Italian as he does in every other language. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, um, I mean, there was just a lot of ribbing between them. 
which I thought was really funny. And, you know, I think I, maybe it was later on, there was like one moment where <laughs> Gunter was like, can your nose fit in the glass? And <laughs> Mateo was like, if mine can, yours can. Like, <laughs> It's good. I I loved this dynamic. I want this to be its own show. Yes, I would get, watch it for sure. I would. I would like the I would Stanley watch Tucci travel yeah. food show, yeah. but mm-hmm. instead, yeah, me too. Um, you know uh, they they they've been promoting the uh, the Vegas Grand Prix, and they've been wheeling Gunther out for it all because Americans love Gunther Steiner, and <laughs> it seemed like Netflix knew like we, we're opening this new season. <laughs> Put the star up front. I mean, Mattia calls it. He's the, the protagonist of the yeah. show in a lot of ways. I mean, Haas yeah, is kind I mean, of like this... a non-factor, really, in F1 <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> but he's like in a third of all the shots in the show for whatever reason. And he's got but a yeah. great look. Mattia, yeah. when I first started watching Drive to Survive, he was the the first guy that I was like, oh, this this guy is what i imagine like an italian yeah <laughs> racing team principal <laughs> would look like yeah uh, uh so uh, there uh, do you, you go ahead go ahead i was gonna move uh, on no i was just gonna say i just yeah i love matthias whole vibe it's very like level like his voice ten, the tenor of his voice never changes yeah um whereas gunther is like pretty much totally unhinged all the time it's great yeah <laughs> It's an incredible dynamic. Yeah. I hope this was like a backdoor pilot for their travel food driving show. Would love that. Um, but they're driving around Italy. And and why are they together? Well, of course, it's because Haas and, and Ferrari have uh, teamed up. Haas has a lot of Ferrari components in their car. Gunther's talking about how competitive he believes the ferrari car will will be for the 2022 season and that will only make the haas car that much more competitive uh so it's all fun between these two guys but we we know uh it's all it's all about driving the cars in the end huh okay (laughs) all right well (laughs) did you guys get the impression that matia actually owned this winery because Gunter is like, how did you get into wine? Yeah, it, yeah. Didn't, it didn't seem like uh, even really like they were at a restaurant when the food came. Like it yeah. felt, it felt like it, the vibe felt like "Call Me by Your Name," you know, where he picked up like, Gunter at the airport. And then, <laughs> I didn't mean, feel like that. Casey. Well, <laughs> in terms of just hanging out in Italy, right, right, eating um, soft boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> fucking peaches uh, or whatever <laughs> oh um, my god he does because yeah. i looked I'm, up i was like can i get some of this wine yeah i mean I feel like that know. should be our wow yeah our drink there's, there's been a few things i've been like we should we should check we should do a, a product review we should do product reviews <laughs> yeah that would be fun there's, a, there's all these like uh yeah, these guys got clothing lines i kept oh my getting God, it's, ads it's in the off all season so expensive it's yeah it's so all the f1 shit is so pricey but pierre I, I, gasly's alfatari line was like 400 dollars <laughs> <God. laughs> i kept getting ads 
like YouTube ads for Formula One cologne on on YouTube. I'm like, I gotta know what this shit smells like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the kind of cologne, like race car cologne, is what like a middle schooler gets. Yeah, and I gotta try it. <laughs> you gotta try it. I do think it is his winery, so I'm I'll continue looking that up and see if okay. I can find. Yeah, I very much got the impression that he owned this winery and Gunter was visiting and he picked him up from the airport in his little teal fiat, which was totally staged, but I still loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I want some of his wine. Looks like it's red. Yeah. <laughs> A dolomite um, red. From there, the next note that I took uh, that happens in the, in the episode, you know, they start getting into uh they're back the boys are back they're uh it's testing the new cars are out and the next big note for me was max is back on drive to survive oh yeah my, they, they my version a deal of it of him sitting down in the chair and he my version of your note was the bitch is back with seven <laughs> exclamation points. I mean, I think they literally did a record scratch where they were showing everybody come back and then it went like, <laughs> and then yeah. like it cuts to Max sitting down. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. And they, they, they ask him like, uh, how's it, how does it feel to be back in the chair? And he like looks around, looks at the chair and goes, it's a pretty comfortable chair. Wearing, wearing shorts. <laughs> To his interview. He's a uh, weird guy. Yeah. Like, uh the like last last season, like the whole thing with Checo, I was like, man, this is this, these are his true colors. But then like moments like that where it's and like the whole thing about him being a virgin, which I I think is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like he's got that. a weird sense of humor where it's he like, has a really weird sense of humor. And I don't know, I do, I really do love his, like, press persona when he's in a good mood. Or even if he's not and he's, like, trying to hide it, it's really just, like, enjoyable to watch that yeah. sort of turn on. Yeah, he's, he's like, obviously got a bratty side to him. <laughs> but then also when he's not being bratty, like, I could get why all the drivers don't just like hate this guy because it, it's like oh how's it feel to back, be back in the chair it's a comfortable chair it's like that's not it's not funny it's not yeah. funny but I'm amused by it yes I mean he does say Checo is a fat ass later in the episode and I was he like does. that's legitimately pretty funny um, <laughs> and it did make everyone laugh so yeah I mean this is this is the problem with with Max is that he kind of doesn't want it because he didn't participate in drive to survive last season. And then he also had all that weird media stuff with like cutting off sky sports and all those crazy things. It's like, he just comes off like just an asshole to, I think a viewer, but I'm sure like in the paddock, he's like a normal dude and is like busting everyone's balls like everybody else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of fun to see that honestly, but yes, I, he is a very strange guy. His sense of humor is like maybe non-existent. It's very I mean, European. In that it's not funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, the other next, go ahead. good, I would say the other good part about the like, everyone's returning to their um, little interview moment was 
Total Wolf uh, saying <laughs> that That's, I think, Drive to Survive yeah. is more close to Top Gun yeah, than a documentary. Yeah. Oh, you are you are <laughs> kidding yourself if if you think I didn't write that quote down. Also. <laughs> Which I think uh, what I've heard from from friends of mine who have, who have watched the entire season. I have not watched the whole season yet. Uh, I'm kind of waiting so we could talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but people say Tom Cruise appears a lot this season. I, yeah, I watched I'm not surprised. Part of episode two, and Tom Cruise favors heavily in it. Um, very weird. Yeah, it's great. But it's it's I don't know. It's funny if he appears more than just that, because that was enough, um, because more than that, you would be like. What's he up to? What's he up to? Yeah. Why is he here so much? Well, he's he's making. Wait, is he making a movie? No, it's Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Oh, that's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. Who I'm so, sure we'll see. Oh, yeah. Point, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll they hand off the first five episodes or Tom Cruise. Second yeah, five or Brad maybe Pitt. they'll get into the, the crafty Brad Pitt interaction. That was that was a big deal to me. <laughs> All these things I'm forgetting happened that yeah. were the other so part of the wild. the intro montage I liked was Carlos Sainz saying, "Oh, I was up to two a.m. Yeah. last night because of all the adrenalina." <laughs> yeah, I did like the way that he said adrenaline. <laughs> I also just, I don't know, a thing that I noticed was like all of the shots of Carlos were just him being very like congenial with everyone, which I thought was very cute and nice. Like he's just kind of everyone's buddy. Um, How could you not be friends with? with yeah, oh. he sounds like Kermit. And yeah, yep. <laughs> he sounds like Kermit. And I he, love him. He's a, a, a Spaniard Ferrari driver. It's like. He's it's like a like a caricature of what I would think a Formula One driver is. So it's <laughs> of course you want this guy around. Yeah. Um the next thing I, I, I wrote down uh after after Toto says this is uh drive to survive is closer to Top Gun than documentary. Um they go right into talking about the regulation changes for twenty twenty two on the cars. Um they just kind of mention it, but having watched the season, I, 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 you know, it comes into play. Uh, they talk about how they make the changes so that there would be tighter racing. It'd, uh, it'd be more competitive. Um, obviously, that didn't happen in the season. <laughs> Red Bull just ran away with it. Um, but while they're talking about the regulation changes and all the guys are out looking at the cars, uh, I have this moment where... Uh, Seb, Checo, Charles, and Carlos are making fun of the Mercedes. They're all car shitting on the Merc. To George's yep. face. It's, well, because <laughs> it, it's so the way funny. that they like, crafted. What's wrong with that, your car? <laughs> I think, I mean, I don't know. I think the way that they crafted it in the episode, which makes it so funny, is that it starts with George being like, I took a look at a car and I was like, it looks fast. <laughs> And like, like it's just like his. That looks like a race car to me. Yeah, he was like, (laughs) I feel really good about it. And it's also you like think about him coming in as the new Mercedes driver. He's like super excited, and then it cuts to everyone being like, (laughs) like Seb being like, it looks like you just dropped a bag of dough, a ball of dough on it, and like. 
It's so good. He's just standing around and he's like, well, I'm not an engineer. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Neither has anyone else. Just... It's so funny. <laughs> but it, yeah, I also like, um, I think then like Lewis at some point comes over and says like something kind of quippy, but it's like the Ferraris look really great and, you know, fist bumps Carlos and then leaves. <laughs> yeah. The th- I, yeah. I, I didn't write it down, but I remember he was, he was saying, uh yeah it was either the carls or uh carls carls <laughs> charles <laughs> charles and carlos carl yeah, there carls. you go yeah there you go um he said to one of them uh uh, uh it'd be, it'd be uh, oh, yeah. great to race with you this year or something like that like yeah, it was kind it'll be of cool if we get to race though yeah no i thought it was really yeah i don't know i thought it was really it's, cute it's, 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 it's <laughs> cute but it but the, it is like a bit of like you guys have been losers <laughs> <laughs> it'd be yeah. nice if, if you uh if we could actually race sort yeah of thing. but it's also it's also an unknowing self burn considering sure mm-hmm. quickly foreshadowing yeah um something that we didn't talk about that happened right before this portion was uh the lando's ex-girlfriend yes. reveal <laughs> yes <laughs> which this is, was a stunning way to start the show in my mind yeah beautiful uh (laughs) just like because i went back and i watched the episode i like watched it on the plane and was like half asleep so i rewatched it but like the condescension (laughs) from lando in that moment from like him being like well you have to close doors basically at one point when her she like doesn't close the door all the way and yeah some the car is making a noise or something but like he's the one that is like late to yes <laughs> i mean so good the insinu- <laughs> yes that whole thing where the they're doing the montage again and like all the drivers are showing up and the announcers announcing their names and then another record scratch where yeah. it's like cuts to lando who's still at the hotel and then cuts to like a him on the chair being like yes i finally have a girlfriend and uh, it's going great and you're just like oh so you're just like late because you were out fucking or something like what is the insinuation here and then it's just like basically that he's distracted because of his girlfriend is kind of like yeah the weird the-, the weird vibe there and i i did not like it i don't like lando's little boy vibe and i don't like it when he talks about adult things as a little boy either yeah <laughs> He's 24 well, years old. You know. Uh, but it, it's just, this is what I'm talking about. This is new Lando. Little boy energy yeah. still, I think. Oh, I mean, I I would say that fully, because, you know, he did break up with his girlfriend or, you know, she broke up but with him. But it was him. going so well. He said it you right know, on Drive to Survive. He did. I think, yeah, I do think it's so funny that they kept all of that in there. Uh, but I do feel like he had a bit of a spiral post breakup and is the new... Like, we're going to see this season an even different Lando from mm-hmm. the the weird girlfriend era Lando. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, the next thing I have right uh, that happened in the episode was uh, Max has number one on his car. And I wrote this down because to me, like, the numbers are, like, arbitrary on these cars, like... Uh, who cares uh but apparently if you win you get to put number one on your car yeah uh and the and the red bull team seem to make a a big deal internally between 
like Christian and Max about it, at least in the, in this uh, in this moment of the show. Yeah, like, we got to keep it on the car, sort of thing. It is really funny coming from Lewis, who has been number forty four throughout all of his championships because it's like an important number to him or it's like the number he started racing with i can't remember if there's any other thing aside from that and then yeah so for max to immediately take the number one and yeah for them to make this huge deal about how it's a target on his back uh was really funny and then even uh, when they did that like the quote right after from max is like it doesn't matter if i have a target on my back (laughs) which is like like, i like that was like in slight disagreement with Christian Horner. <laughs> Christian's uh, like, I think insights this episode are, I really like his inner, even though like he's no, kind of too. a detestable person. He's definitely like the most, I would say like digestible and uh, like insightful guy. I think mm-hmm. that kind of, I mean, it, it a little bit sounds like everything he's saying is like pre-rehearsed, which maybe it is. And that's why it's kind of like a, I don't like him, but um, yeah, I don't know. He just he has so many good kind of like insights, uh, which makes me annoyed because I'm like, I like what you're adding to this and you seem to really understand what everyone's going through. I just really don't like you. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> I think he is like one of the most valuable pieces to drive to survive and what makes it enjoyable because he does yeah. like he is kind of this villainous character that you see off the show and then to like have more of him in like a quote-unquote real setting is kind Mm -hmm. of yeah it's like everyone likes toto but toto's has has almost nothing to say (laughs) yeah (laughs) toto Toto has nothing insightful to say but he has great sound bites demeanor is amazing yeah yeah and uh yeah, he, like the like everyone's got a target on their back. Like it, everybody has a target on back this season. Yeah, you know, like uh, you're not giving me insight into uh, racing, but you are making it feel like I'm watching a James Bond movie. Yeah, or Top Gun, or Top Gun, Top Gun, um, Top Gun. Was the next part the uh, whole well, speaking, Haas situation, or was there something else? Well, I, I just I just had a, a quote from Max uh, just going off of insights from Christian. And then like in uh, one of like the sound bites I cut to of Max is him saying the winning feeling is always the best. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that doesn't. OK, like, what are you? What, that doesn't. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. At, at one point they cut to the Red Bull garage and I think. Christian and Max are like, so what's the strategy today? And Max is like, if we're the fastest, we will win. And they're like, good job. They're like, yeah, you're right. Good call. Um, and then after that, yeah, we we get into the Haas thing. I, I also just wrote a note down that, uh, that says Gunther is the best. Everyone is vanilla compared to him. Uh, I had one that was about, well, because... The Haas drama is, of course, the deal with, uh, what is it called? Was it like Ukraine oil? Ukraine or something, whatever the oil yeah. company is. It's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the next the next thing that happens in the but, episode. They go into this yeah. Russian drama, which uh, 
obviously apparently there was like a Ukraine. war or something and i don't really get it yeah i'm know? a casual i'm a casual f1 fan and a casual <laughs> news fan i kind of <laughs> wait until the end of the season to <laughs> catch up on what's been going the news on season um i do there are a few things i liked about this one was that right before walking up to this press conference you just hear gunther go fuck and then uh i love they obviously the whole drama if you didn't know if you didn't watch the episode is that the Haas driver from 2021 nikita mazepin's dad was the sponsor of the team yeah he's an oligarch. oligarch he's like friends with putin uh all this kind of stuff. So everyone was like, what's going to happen to Nikita Mazepin? Uh, and Gunther said that he was collateral damage, which yes. I loved. And then he said, no more Russians. Yes. I'm done with Russians until I go from this planet. <laughs> I wrote that down so fast. So amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote that down. No more Russians. I'm done with Russians until I go from this planet and attributed it to King Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I loved how Gunther his reaction to all the Russian stuff was 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 that like this is mm-hmm. as they were invading Ukraine and his response yeah. is like fuck him <laughs> fuck this guy he's off the team <laughs> we're bringing yeah. Kevin Magnuson back yeah yes and what a the other bitch is back but he's a dad now <laughs> he's another redemption arc. Yeah. yeah, I loved I loved the the his little montage, the uh, bad his boy montage. <laughs> yeah, the most unsporting guy in sport. What a they, in yeah, the they sport. suck my balls, suck, suck my balls. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, he doesn't I even like wait that. for him to finish the sentence before yeah, he says suck my balls. So good. I personally. Was really excited for Kevin Magnuson to potentially race in the 24 Hours of Le Mans because he was listed as one of the, I think he was maybe a reserve driver with his dad, which is very cute. Um, But then obviously he came back to Formula One. Came back. And what a thrill. Um, I also have in my notes, not Gunther saying it looked like he aged 10 years. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We wrote down all the same quotes. (laughs) All right. Well, um, while we're on the topic of Gunther quotes, the part where the, like his pit crew is breaking his balls for the previous seasons of Drive to Survive, where he climbs the mountain, and he says, "Oh, you couldn't handle it, you flatlanders." <laughs> that was really funny to me. <laughs> also, them being like he couldn't remember to put his hel- how to put his helmet on. Yeah, yeah, it was really cute. Um. Oh, I mean, Kevin Magnuson. Yeah, that is truly insane that he really didn't was not in an F one car for a full on year, and then just basically shows up one day before he has to race. Right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was not yeah. long before, and just straight up tears it up. Awesome. Yeah. That. Yeah. That, that's that's you know the structure of this episode uh, is I I think great. This is a great episode of Drive to Survive. Like yeah. it, it kind of like it opens up the season, but it's like. It's uh, you, you know it's about Haas and Ferrari this uh, this episode and you know we had the, this drama w- uh, with uh, 
with the Russians and and Kevin Magnuson's back. So they're like setting up the story of this episode is about Kevin Magnuson and and Haas and and Ferrari, and it's great. It's 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 so good. This is this is what got me into this sport was like the stories of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and and I love seeing seeing Kevin Magnuson with with his with his baby and he's like new new year new me. Yeah, uh, don't tell anyone to suck his balls anymore. Yeah, he's <laughs> calmed down. He's not gonna fuck smash any doors. Um, you know, it's a big big change, and we love to see it. So yeah, so so part of like this storytelling is he's like trying to put his helmet on he's struggling with it and like the guys in the paddock are like he doesn't even remember how to put his helmet on how's it what are we doing this is gonna be so embarrassing um and then from there there's uh, some issues with their car yes yes we go into uh the uh, qualies for bahrain we start to see uh danny struggle in the mclaren um, and while they are, uh, I, I couldn't tell if this was during quali or in practice, uh, but it's Haas, uh, had an issue with, with, uh, Kevin's car, uh, it was lost during... power steering, uh, and, um, the pit wall was pissed about a hydraulic leak yeah. in the car. That was during qualifying um, because they were basically like, you have one more chance to do a yes. flying lap. Um, like, let's see what we yeah. what we can pull off. There's two minutes and nine s- seconds left or something like that. And this uh, is the, what an incredible setup, you know, yeah. like we have we, you're back. You forgot how to put your helmet on. <laughs> There's a leak in your car. <laughs> You have but, one lap yeah. to, to to go out there. And uh, and I also the editing there was really great that it was the like, editing is wild here. <laughs> Where he flashes back. Yeah. Well first like, well, first <laughs> before they flash back, they're like telling him like, Okay, you, you are able to go out there for one lap, but if we tell you to stop, you have to stop the car. Okay, okay, Kevin? And like the editing it's like the shark tank editing where they make it look like the person like doesn't know what to say. They're they're yeah. nervous, but it's just like they just extend the clip, yeah, to yeah. Of them listening to somebody. But they edit it to make it look like he doesn't know what to say, and they're like, I mean, "Kevin, I, Kevin." I think they they literally looped it and then just did jump zooms yeah, in, zoom yeah. in on, on his eyes, <laughs> and then and it's a flashback to Copenhagen. And he's a oh, dad. Man. He's, he's a, a dad, dad now. Everything's changed. Everything's way, different. That baby is less than a year old, I guess, or about a year old, and they just straight up throw it in the canal. Wow. <laughs> it's Copenhagen, baby. It really, I took in I a think... sharp breath when I saw that. <laughs> As a father, As a I father, was like, damn. Yeah. It's a father of a baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they just straight up tossed <laughs> him in the canal. It did seem like it fully submerged and then came back up because of the floaties. Yeah, he had a life vest on. Let's be clear. Yeah. You've never seen those but, like uh, videos of uh, of people oh, I've like seen it. pool I don't get training it. their babies. I don't get it. But yeah. and they just throw them in. <laughs> but then the baby does. It's not flip a dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. They're like babies naturally don't breathe in water. It's like what? 
I okay, whatever. Honestly, we don't have to get I don't. It, I don't remember how old I was. Uh, I, I like I grew up in Florida. Where there's pools everywhere, so it, yeah. it was kind of a priority uh, to like train kids how to how to not drown. Um, and I, I truly don't have like a memory before. Like I've always known how to swim, according to my brain. <laughs> like I don't remember a time before I didn't know how to swim. You know. Uh, so I feel like I I, uh, I I think I was like around like two years old when, oh, when wow. I started getting swimming lessons. That's um, that's pretty young, but yeah, this baby's young. even younger than that. It's true. Anyway, I rem- yeah, Cute I remember kid, having to tread water in order to go on the slide at the YMCA into the deep end. So I was old enough to go down a slide by myself. Really important side. But wait, you, how old were you? Do you remember? I mean, no, but probably like at least five or something. Yeah. Like, not that tiny. I wasn't being thrown into canals. Well, his house yeah. looks great, too. It was does. pretty jealous. I've been to Copenhagen, and it's a very cool city. I would totally live there if I could. And he looks like he's really enjoying himself. If you did, you'd probably run into Succession's Jeremy Strong, because he mm. lives in Denmark. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know you that. Can make, you can make that change. That. I think it's pretty hard to move to Denmark. Can you believe there's know. only this is the, the final season of Succession? What the hell? That's crazy. I, I mean, I can't. Casey, I can't. <laughs> I thought there was going to be like three more seasons. I'm pretty seasons. distraught about it. I appreciate, I appreciate a show that's like, we got to end. It's our time. Yeah, but, but I'm I, thought, upset. I, thought, I thought they were going to at least one more after this. Yeah. It, it, it kind of feels like an abrupt, like, like, like they would have it announced this before, like they, they decided while making or like maybe writing it that yeah. maybe this should be the end. But and this the timing isn't... with HBO's craziness, you know, but it's fine. This isn't our succession podcast. This isn't our succession podcast. This is it's our. It's about Kevin Magnuson. Yeah. Um, but then he responds. He'll stop. And you know what? He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. Because he does the flying lap. Yeah, here we see. And he gets seventh position. We we see uh, 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 before that we uh, we see a little bit of Mercedes struggling. Uh, George gets P9. Uh, Lewis is top five. And uh, Lewis... Uh, with one of his great motivational quotes, as <laughs> like we will improve. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Always keeping that that gotta say positive mindset. Love yeah. that. And Kevin Magnuson gets P seven, and then I wrote down, "Let's fucking go." <laughs> I remember because Casey, you didn't watch this race live, right? I did not. The first race I watched uh, was uh, Miami. Yeah. I remember the just sheer hope that I felt during this race in that yeah. moment of the episode. I was like, wow, I was so excited. Yeah, I was like, this is a completely different sport. It's yeah. wide open. And the people that are doing well are all the people I like. Yeah, it was um, thrilling. It gave me a little bit of PTSD watching this episode. It's, it was really bizarre. Yeah. Like, Like the feeling of like, like I, I like uh, 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 like whiplash or like you know like 
like I was dreaming. Like I was like, yeah, this, is like this is not how the season went. It's crazy. Exactly. I don't remember this stuff really happening. Yeah. Um, it feels like a whole different world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because uh, well, well, we'll we'll keep we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. But, but Before yeah, they, we get into s- the actual race, yeah. Um, the other I had I had three other notes. One is just that every time there's a faceless call to Gene, which happened after <laughs> Kevin got P seven. It's always uh, one sided. Yeah, they're <laughs> it's so <always> funny. <laughs> it's always like just a shot of his office. It's like, why do you have to talk to him so much? He's always like, I got to call Gene. Yeah. <laughs> this runs off. I talked to Gene. <laughs> I guess because Gene is in an earlier season and kind of has a. He's also kind of a U.S. Yeah. I mean, he has like a presence in U.S. racing. So I think people. NASCAR, it's kind yeah. of important. Yeah, I don't know. I They feel like he has to be in the show, I guess. Also, if you own an F1 team and you just don't show up for the first race, that's baller. That's crazy. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is, to me, yeah, to it is me, funny that, that, how f- faceless he is throughout. Yeah. It, that, that, to me, just, just says, like, how much he trusts Gunther, like, to just be in control of everything that's going on with the team. Uh, to not even be there, and he's like, "I know, I know, I know." Gunther will call me as, as soon as as soon as he can. <laughs> well, it's because he like scared him so much. Like you see in previous seasons of the show, just this sort of overseeing relationship. That's like I could pull the plug on this whole operation any second if you're mm. not keeping things in shape so now it's like <laughs> just gunther constantly reporting back to him with positive news um which he was i was so excited he was so excited to call him <laughs> i know uh my <laughs> the other note that i have that's just this one line uh there's a shot of like the red bull garage and i just have a note that says helmet marco wither away bitch <laughs> uh, <laughs> he looks so old <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like why don't you die <laughs> tired of seeing you um also it cuts back to the the vineyard the winery mm-hmm. uh and Bonotto talking about feeling the stress and the pressure of being at the helm of ferrari yeah uh, dun, which is dun, really dun. sad because uh spoiler alert if you didn't watch any Formula One last season, he got the axe. He resigned. Uh, yes. So that was kind of just depressing. I felt bad for him. I did not feel bad for him because <laughs> he has a, a, a vineyard yeah, in Italy. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he, they also haven't won for like 15 years. So it's mm-hmm. the yeah, way that he's was, like, that was... he's like, maybe it's the years, but I'm starting to feel the pressure. It's like, now you feel nah. the pressure? <laughs> it's a it's bit like, very uh, hard. when they, yeah, when no they said that, <clears throat> it was, it was kind of shocking to me because, uh, I mean, sure, I'm, I'm a new fan to the sport, but it's Ferrari. Everyone knows Ferrari. They're, yeah. everyone know like, the first team I recognized when I started watching this was like, oh, Ferrari, they got to be the best. They must be the best. And then, yeah, they haven't won in 15 years. It's kind of like how the Yankees haven't won a World Series in 10 years. And 
it's like, well, that's actually kind of crazy to think about that. This week's episode of The Pit Wall is sponsored by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed. Two minutes, that's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Uh, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons. Uh, Marika, what are some of those add ons? They've got some great cold pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portobellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast Vroom, vroom, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V-R-O-O-M-5-0 at factormeals.com slash vroom50 to get 50% off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So uh, the next thing that happens in the episode, um, they kind of start to establish Ferrari versus Red Bull is going to be a thing to watch this year. I'm still in <clears throat> qualies. Uh, we're, 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 we're seeing it's, it's like the Red Bull cars and the Ferrari cars are going to be at the front of the grid for Bahrain. And um, Charles gets pole. Uh, Ferrari's excited. They're like, this is it. We're back. We can't wait. And I'm sitting here watching the episode like, oh, boy. (laughs) 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 Would have loved this for you guys. didn't age well. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Really. It was was iconic. It was an iconic moment. It was the happiest I've ever been. I was like, (laughs) during this race and at the end of the race. One of my best, one of my best days. Yeah, wild, wild in retrospect. Um, yeah, I really, I, I forgot about 
all of the Red Bull reliability issues that happened at the beginning of the season. Yeah, it's funny. It's like that. I actually remember really well being like, Mm -hmm. oh, their car's like fundamentally fucked up. Like, this is great. Like, their (laughs) engines just stop working. And uh, that didn't last too long. They they squashed that pretty fast. (laughs) Yeah. But it was kind of of incredible how how they did an absolute 180 on, on that. Uh, and and ran away with it. Um, yeah, yeah. And I I, just, I remember at the time it was also like, oh, it, I mean, it wasn't obviously just Red Bull. It was also you know Gasly's car straight up yeah. caught on fire. And I was like, oh, this yeah. is like all of the all of the Red Bull like racing engines are screwed up and bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it turned out to be like, I think a relatively simple fuel fix or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Gasly fire was wild. I, I fully forgot that that happened, but obviously I liked um, the the sound bite of him being like, "This still is a dangerous sport. It has been. It always will be, or whatever." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a good that's, a good line for him shit. to deliver. <laughs> that that's, will come up later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, and that's true. We are jumping ahead. Um, um, one quick thing about the Gasly thing, which I had kind of also forgotten about, was that everyone's pretty much wearing like anti-war ukraine helmets like with blue and gold mm-hmm. another off-season thing that happened was the f1 fia changed the rules about political statements yeah. did you guys follow this at all i no. didn't see that i didn't see this yeah they basically said no one's allowed to make any political statements in like a very broad language okay. so i think that's that's like saying stuff to the media but also wearing stuff and so and everyone basically rejected this like um yeah obviously lewis, lewis was, was at the not forefront of that yeah. yeah but everyone else basically backed him up and is like yeah that's ridiculous you can't restrict speech or whatever um including max like max even came out and said it which is like max is like the last person i would expect to say anything about anything political mm-hmm. but um so we'll see what happens this year when it comes to that stuff like i wonder if things like that helmet would not have been allowed or would have been fined or whatever yeah um yeah, I think they just waited for like Seb to leave and then they're like, okay, <laughs> no more saying things we don't like. <laughs> yeah. God, that would be so upsetting. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if we'll see like the end racism stuff on people's cars still. Well, that was like sanctioned. That's like what the F1 signed yeah, up that's, for. I feel like that is like <laughs> the, across the board, the corporate and any industry. Like, yes. this, we're okay with that. You could say that. Racism bad. No one would be offended at that that we care about <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah we'll say that that's that's good we'll do that <clears throat> but don't say anything about a war with a country that we might want money from or something like that that we, that we previously raced yeah. in i mean i'm <laughs> sure until like two weeks before they bombed an entire country whatever anyway um <laughs> so it's race day bahrain race day uh, we're seeing the guys get ready for the race. They have this shot of of Gasly catching the tennis balls, and and that was so. It's that's those are so funny. To me. It's so funny. It's, it's like to be doing that right before the race. I'm sure they have a reason for like it's uh, reaction it, it gets you, stuff. It's, it's reaction yeah. stuff. It'll get you sharp. But is it like really like it, the, it feels performative? Like I'm about to get in a race car, and I can't. Like all the other sports, you know, you see guys like doing stretches and they're like shooting free throws. What can I do as a race car driver? Okay, you 
you drop the tennis balls and I'll catch them. You drop them and I'll catch them. <laughs> well, I do think there's some aspect of like, you know, speech, like you have to hear which one is being dropped. There's like some like call and response aspect to it too. But the thing, it looks so silly. And the other one is like when they have to play what is essentially just a game at Dave and Buster's and hit the lights. <laughs> yes, yes. Which I'm personally very good at. So I feel like I should, and I feel like I could do it faster than them. And I'd really like to have a competition with one of them because it always looks like they're going so slow. You know what? <laughs> Uh, uh, who's, uh, who's a streamer? Lando, right? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. Lando Norris. Lando, challenge we challenge you. you. <laughs> to the light game at Dave and Buster's. Yeah, it's the, time, the, like, it's ground time to see what you're really made of. The vertical yeah. whack-a-mole game. Yeah. And if, if any of us beat you, uh, we get to drive the car. <laughs> <laughs> Especially me. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's race day. Uh we see again they they they're they're building the, the Ferrari versus Red Bull thing. Max and Charles both talk about growing up racing each other, and they make it clear that they are not friends. They... Well, they weren't <laughs> friends. I think well, they the get interview, along okay. In the interviews, the the, the 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 crafting again. This isn't documentary. This is Top Gun, and they want me, the viewer, to understand that these guys are not friends. They are rivals, <laughs> and they are going to be competing for the championship head to head. What I a guess. weird world these guys live in, I where know. it's like they're they're twenty five years old. They've only ever competed against the same thirty dudes. Like throughout their entire life, since they were like eight. Yeah. And they just live in these like insane bubbles where they fly from country to country. They do 90% media events and then have to race 200 miles an hour all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> just a bizarre, strange, strange life. And they're like, Are you guys rivals? And it's like, mm, Well, my entire life is focused around this one thing. And like everything I do, it's like the same question gets asked. So, I, I don't know. It's just like, how are you doing? How do you not have like a wittier response to that? <laughs> well, I've known him yeah. a long time and we've never really been friends. I, okay. That's, that's what not you say what about said, people you went though. to middle school with. I don't know. I just, I, I slightly disagree with this because I, he didn't, Max didn't say that they've, they've not always been friends. He was just like, we weren't friend. Like we weren't, best friends growing up we did not have a good relationship growing up we like had some collisions we had some uh battles uh yeah but, but it but, wasn't it wasn't in the way of like i still don't like him it was just i think no but his, what he, i perceived he, he, was right, that he says he's, that and then he says but and the but is not but now we are in the same position so we understand we get along or we understand each other it's now we both race for top teams it's just like yeah. stating a fact of the situation everyone's aware of. <laughs> it has nothing to do with their actual relationship. Yeah. It's like such still, a bizarre response. Yeah, I still perceived it as their both of them like presenting it as we've grown and we still have the same goals and we still want more than anything to beat each other. But we are like we're in a 
we have a better relationship like they didn't I, say that obviously i but agree I, with you yes that is yeah. a a very charitable way like anyone <laughs> with any sort of like nuance of vocabulary or i don't know like it's just these guys are it's just they're not capable of like expressing emotion in that way and talking about yeah. it in that way at least those two aren't even leclerc like he i think leclerc he just kind of states facts kind of the same way max does and you're supposed to be like wow this guy's a competitor because <laughs> he think likes LeClaire to drive fast and wants to win more... he wants the winning feeling the winning feeling is the best <laughs> yeah, feeling the winning feeling is the best feeling um uh, these guys are kind of dummies, I guess is what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, they're they're stupid. I mean, I do think Leclerc is a little a, a little more emo is kind of yeah. the vibe from him all around. That's just because um, you saw he listens to the strokes before the game. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's got a lot of bracelets. So he used to wear that headband. Um, you know, he does he goes full sad boy mode sometimes. He does. Uh and no, I think I think that generally he's like a little more emotive. Um, I 100% agree that he's a little more emotive. It's just, I don't know. Let's, let's put it this way. I watched the episode twice, which I never really do for kind of any TV. Same. And mm-hmm. the second time around, I'm like, man, this is really not, I had the I had the subtitles on, too. And I'm like. This is pretty dumb, like. It's just not, <laughs> this is not nothing very deep. That's why Christian Horner kind of blew me away the second time around. <laughs> Sorry to say. <laughs> also, I'm just thinking of the insane stroll picture of like, we talked, we set this to the group chat, but they have these like, I don't know, social media kind of uh, photos taken of them where they're holding up this, basically this uh chalkboard where they're kind of like answer a couple questions about like what their favorite song is and like how old they are and how long they've been racing favorite and then food what, favorite food and they all wrote italian or, or pasta. pasta they all write pasta which is like <laughs> at least say italian don't say pasta which could be <laughs> a million things and there's well. pl- whatever anyway let's roll there's a section at the bottom that was this year i will achieve or something what was it god what was I'll it i'll find it i'm looking for it's it right not now because that would even make some it's sense this year i will dot 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 this year i will dot 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 and like Charles wrote like become a champion or something being red being oscar red. piastri wrote achieve my dream okay nick devries wrote wrote live my dream yes um Lando said, turn 24 <laughs> <laughs> and lance stroll wrote great smiley face smiley face <laughs> this year i will this will great. i will great smiley face <laughs> yeah this is what i live for this is the content that i really strive to see um what it's an great. idiot <laughs> i oh, want man. the rest i i'm waiting for the rest of those pictures to appear i need them them. um anyway gasly's car caught on fire yeah yeah we got to see the race starts we see we see uh yeah kevin magnuson struggling with his car verstappen and leclerc are battling which was like again caps good shit yeah it was like yeah the promise of this season. I yes. was so they were excited. Like, we changed the rules specifically so we could get crazy passes like this back and forth, back and forth. I was like, this rocks. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also, I mean, K-Mag moved up to fifth position, I think, 
in the yes. beginning, but then his car started to struggle. So that was like a good story of the race. He like yeah. had a moment where he passed Checo. That was really exciting. Um, um and then and then uh, Gasly's car catches mm-hmm. fire. Uh, Safety car. He, he starts uh, describing it. I, uh, his quote I wrote down was suddenly I feel hot hair on the back <laughs> well, of my neck. I, I do think, did he not say hot air? I heard hot hair. I heard hot hair. I heard, I, I heard like hot he felt hair. his hair I, on his neck be hot. <laughs> yeah, I believe it was hot air. But Yeah, we all heard hot hair. And that's what I wanted to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ma- says, That made sense to me. Like I, I started hot to hair feel really hot neck, hair. Which to me makes it feel like Oh, the fire was like right there. He's feeling right, right, it on right. his hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that causes a safety car. Causes a safety car. The cars bunch together again. They bunch together, but and and at this point, Max is in second place behind Charles, and Max is uh, he starts having a battery issue. He's uh, freaking he starts, out. He's freaking out. He's asking the pit wall, like, what can I do? And they're like, not much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, he uh, uh, Carlos overtakes him. Now it's Ferrari 1-2. Beautiful. All these other drivers start overtaking. Perez Max. overtakes him. Lewis. George. Yeah. He's uh, Max is getting left in the dust. It's crazy considering that this was the 2022 season. <laughs> He's uh, the reigning world champion. Reigning world champion. His car totally shits the bed. It he was had, the best day de- of my he life. He does not finish the race. Checo does not finish the race. Ferrari there's a, goes 1-2. There's a great shot. Of both of the Ferraris driving around Checo when he's out of the car, just like, like standing shot. on the track. That was a cool shot. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> uh, K Mag fights back for P five. We love it's, a comeback story. What a win for for the the smiley guys in the car <laughs> driving around Italy. They are here to compete in twenty twenty two. According to this race only, of course, we know <laughs> what happens, but it is it is really wild to see like that's how that's how the season started. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy that they managed to wrap it up in the first race. Like they don't even show other races in this episode. It's kind of incredible yeah. that they tell that entire arc about like the redemption of Ferrari and and K-Mag and, and it's all kind of I mean, it essentially ends after this race. So I guess that's kind of. <laughs> I do feel like the Haas, Haas kind of, well, I think both of them kind of continued for a few races. It does keep going on. Um, Uh, K-Mag had a, had a, had a great quote at the end there after (laughs) he gets uh, P5, I wrote, uh, Oh wait, no. This is uh, was it. Gunther who said it. I, I, it says Kevin. This is fucking medicine. Is what I wrote. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Cool. Gunther did so that. Yeah, he. I the Kevin's quote was like, "It's weird to feel lucky with you guys." Like, <laughs> which I like, thought was man, really. Man, these funny. guys have really had a tough time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they went through a lot. Um, but but man, what a what a what an episode. And yeah, so the race ends. It ends back. Uh, with with Gunther and Mattia drinking wine as happy as can be, 
And we all know what happens after that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it plays like Vivaldi it's or crazy. something. <laughs> really good uh, shit. Yeah. Loved this episode. It was a great start to the drive to survive season. Uh, do we rate these? <laughs> what are we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are we doing? I guess we should do something. Well, should we talk about the preview of the next episode that plays? Because um, I specifically just want to say <laughs> one thing from the preview of the next episode was a quote from Carlos Sainz saying, I'm going to go full Latino mode. Yes. And I yes. cannot wait to learn what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a thing I never imagined hearing him say. Yeah. There, uh, I, I was uh, trying to not pay attention to the up next because because uh, you know i want to watch it and talk about it but that stood out uh, there i could not admit, I, like i was listening to it listening to the sound bites and heard him say i'm going to go full latino mode i was like what <laughs> what is what is what could that be about i have to yeah. watch the next episode yeah i do think they do a good job at crafting those like upcoming things because they're not they're very clearly not about the next episode like they they covered so much of just like the general drama of the season so it was like fun to i forgot you know it shows like a quick clip of the pierre truck incident yeah. and like all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff so there was a uh, who who crashed who crashed at a um joe guan yu oh yeah joe guan yu yeah yeah with a, a george a george russell voiceover that i cannot wait for i need i can't wait for the george russell savior arc yeah <laughs> episode george um should we write these uh, in, in our on our standard scale oh yeah yeah let's do that that's easy enough that's yeah, easy enough okay uh so the way we rate, rate races on the show, and now uh, everything else, uh, if we like it, <laughs> it's a push-push. If we don't like it, it's a box-box. Uh, I've already said I thought this was a great episode. It's really a push-push for me. It's an absolute push-push. Yeah, no question. Push-push for the books. A, kind of a perfect Drive to Survive episode. Yeah. A yeah. single race, the good guys yeah. win. What could and you so, the good guys Yeah, win. if you... If you're listening to this and you haven't watched Drive to Survive, and if this didn't convince you, <laughs> I don't know how to help you. Go watch it. Yeah, honestly, kind of crazy if you're listening to this and you haven't watched Drive to Survive. <laughs> Get a life. <laughs> this is a Formula One podcast. Um, I mean, uh, you, yeah, maybe you haven't. Maybe you are like, uh, I don't know. You just you just want to hear what we have to say about whatever, and it's like, the I don't apps watch the races. Content. I don't watch Drive to Survive. Maybe I'll get into it. Uh, it's we're a great episode of, to hop into. Yeah, we're kind of sport pundits in a way. Kyle's <laughs> shaking his <laughs> head. Not sure about that. <laughs> I think that the like overlap of people that watch F one and don't get super annoyed at us and have not seen Drive to Survive is like. Wait, what am I saying? Never mind. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the Venn diagram of Yeah, the Venn diagram right. is like there's no way that you uh like us. Like us. And, and don't like Drive to survive. to survive. Yeah, and haven't watched Drive. That's what I'm trying to say. 
know. The only listeners Ooh. I could think of who who maybe haven't watched Drive to Survive but listen to the show are like my parents. Yeah. <laughs> Our friends. <laughs> yeah, maybe some friends. People that we work with who are required to listen yeah. to this. Yeah. Uh, so to to all of you, watch the show. It's good. Yeah. Um so the yeah, that that'll do it for 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 this week's episode. Uh we will be back next week for the opening of the 2023 season. That's right. Bahrain 2023. The boys are back. The cars <laughs> are sexier. <laughs> I love that the 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 black paint job on the Haas. I think it looks great. And the Alfa Romeo I also think looks looks really slick. I love the battery, man. And the battery on the Williams. The battery. battery. It's so good. Logan mm-hmm. Sargent, an American on the grid for the first yeah. time in like a decade. Yeah, since 2015. Yeah, we got three Very rookies exciting. this year, I think. Yes, Nick DeVries, Oscar Piastri, and Logan Sargent. Yeah, yeah. so if you're if you're listening to this as as a recap to to Drive to Survive, you know the the season starts next week. This is now's the time to get into this. Yeah, we're going to talk about it the entire in. season. Yep. Uh, and whatever happens in Bahrain, pretty much the opposite will happen at the end of the season. So <laughs> we've learned if you want to fully anything. understand. Yeah. Uh we will we will continue to talk about season five of Drive to Survive throughout the season. Uh these 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 episodes will kind of fill in the the off weeks uh when there when there are not races, but we will you will hear us every week throughout the season. Wow. What, a, what a thrill for you. Uh, what a thrill for you. And we might uh, even have more people on the show. Yeah. It's that you are know, if we ostensibly can... supposed to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> the actual comedy professionals. Right. The say. actual funny people might show up for once. <laughs> um, but if there's anything in these off episodes that you want us to cover, also DM us on yes. Instagram. At follow Pod. us dm us send us questions yeah uh, we we'd love to answer some questions on on the show so so dm us some some questions and uh uh you know rate us on spotify and apple podcast apple podcasts five, five stars. stars write a review and write a review <laughs> maybe and we'll read some reviews maybe we'll read some reviews <laughs> and um that's Daz, folks. Oh, <laughs> my God. He spent too much time. You can follow us. I spent way too much time around <laughs> You can follow us at Pitwall Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And TikTok. You can follow me at Marie Galon on Instagram and Twitter and Letterboxd. Follow Casey. You can follow me uh, at Casey Donahue uh, on Twitter uh, and Instagram and uh, Letterbox. Yeah, don't follow it's me. Nothing don't, to do don't with Google the race me. Cars. Don't do not look <laughs> up pile. Don't look for a pile anywhere. Um, and you if can you want, if you, you want pile, you got to come to the show. You gotta you gotta listen in if you want pile yeah. content. That's right. Or uh, join Gumball because that's all the pile content that's where you I could hang ever out. want. 
Ja. <laughs> we, we, gotta it, get, we gotta get a gumball sponsorship we, on oh, the car. Oh, man. Do they still do the gumball rally? Yeah, gumball 3000. Yeah, could we sponsor that? Maybe. Is that an actual, like, legal race? Or is that the, the one where you legal, just race across the U.S.? Like, it's that one. Man, have you ever seen those cars? Uh, the only just thing on I've Instagram. Ever, the only uh, gumball thing I've ever seen was there was a um, a jackass episode about them doing the gumball rally. That's where you drive. It's like a record across the U.S., right? Yeah. yeah. The one they did was, was in Europe. I think they went oh, okay. through like huh. five countries. It was like three days or something at the beginning of COVID. It got like broken like several times in a row after like not being beat for several years at the beginning of COVID. It got broken like several times in a row because no one was, everyone was, everyone like, was in their yeah. house. People were like, this is it. <laughs> There's like no cops around. There's like nobody on the roads. And the crazy thing about those cars is that they they fill like the whole back with like a gas tank. So they build like a custom gas tank so they don't stop for gas. So like the whole wow. trunk is just like a welded tank. Oh my god! And then they drive, and they average like ninety five miles an hour going across the entire U.S. Average. It's like so fast. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, anyway. Whatever. <laughs> that's it. Cut all this. <laughs> that's it. The episode's over. Vroom vroom to all and to all a beep beep. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 was a HeadGum original.